Listener Production. Spread your jams and drizzle your cereals. Why is it so sticky? It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, the catchphrase you gotta catch them all was probably said by a couple of uh, detectives at Perth Airport recently. Did you see what they seized at Perth International Airport? What did someone try to bring through Perth International Airport? Well, about 1,500 Pokemon toys. Right. Seized. What's wrong with bring? you know, what's wrong with some Pokemon toys coming in the carry-on? you got to catch them all, apparently, after declaring that they were commercial goods. Mm. Okay, according to news.com.au, officers searched the luggage, which revealed a staggering amount of potentially counterfeit items destined to be sold at the Perth show this month. So they... They weren't. A f- the, they stole the Pokemon intellectual property, and so yeah, they, they, the they asked. They asked the people, "Do you have a permit for this Pikachu?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, pretty much. Like it's not a Pikachu; it's a Peaky Boo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah these are Poconoms. <laughs> um, so they said it's very unsafe. Uh, they said this superintendent Vesna Gavranich said the items, which the traveller said were intended to be sold at the community event, were likely not safe for children. Counterfeit goods impact every industry, and so this is a great detection by our officers and a light, timely reminder to the community not to be faking stuff. Yeah, well, we've got the real deal for you today. I am Alex, that is Matt, and we're going to jump into a big Monday show. Matt, I'm pretty impressed with myself over the weekend, so I'll tell you about that in a moment. We've also got Clickfish, let's dive right in. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Matt, Ernest Shackleton in 1915. Sorry, who? Ernest Shackleton, the captain of the Antarctic exploring ship, the Endurance, got caught in pack ice. It sunk. They managed to get into lifeboats and travel over 1,300 kilometres to Elephant Island and everyone survived. Damn. It's a hell of a trip, eh? It's a big old trip. Joan of Arc, okay. Peasant girl from France acting under what she considered divine guidance, led the French army in a momentous and unlikely victory at Orleans all the way back in the 1400s. And Robert J. Oppenheimer. Okay. Through the Manhattan Project, come up with something people thought were impossible, the atomic bomb. Like, these are all some of the most unlikely achievements of all time. I beat them all on the weekend. Okay, you're saying you're better. I you're beat them more all. of a champion. I beating I, adversity than who was it? Eric Shackleheimer. Ernest, <laughs> Ernest Shackleton. <laughs> okay, Joan. So, <laughs> Eric of Shackleheimer. <laughs> Do you know? It's like it's really funny. My um, Sophia, my four year old daughter, um, called one of the Ninja Turtles on the weekend. Michael Telephone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can see how you got all those yeah, together. Kind of close. Well, that's yeah, interesting you mentioned, Autumn, because the achievement I managed to make, okay, one I'm of the excited. most likely things that's happened in the history of human endeavor, mm. me, Alex Dyson, got three of my mates at short notice, all three with two kids, to the pub to watch the footy. <laughs> I mean, bro. Wow. Bravo. Yeah. How unlikely is it that I can suggest that to three people, all with two kids each, the newest of them, four weeks old, mm. all came and we watched uh, one of the prelims. Do you know the what? Do you know? You know what I call that? 
I call that the out of town effect. Ah, okay? yes. Well, we discussed how the out of town <laughs> effects. Mm. As which, uh, for a parent, mm-hmm. you really only get the 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 leave pass mm-hmm. guaranteed leave pass if. The window.catchup is very small and you've only got one opportunity to do it. That's it. it. And a few different things, you know, it, like it's the same as the is the Oppenheim. I watched it very uh, Lots of different things need to go right in exactly. these different situations. There has to be, okay. there has to be a worthy <laughs> cause to go out for, and that is mm. grand finals football. It's not going to happen again. I mean, finals know? football, that's in there, okay? If this was a home and away match, it's it's a tripod. Everything's holding it all up. It's, <laughs> yeah. a, it's, a, it's a house of cards. The fact that I was in Sydney... For one weekend only, mm. you know, don't, don't get to see much. One of which I hadn't seen for probably six years. Okay. Exactly. See? So that's one. But even that's not enough because I think also the fact I invited other people who these people don't see very often. Okay. Mm. And it's funny because it's almost like matter solidifying into a planet or like life starting for the first time because it was only at the very last minute that everyone got locked in, you know, Yeah. because- you're talking about, yeah, they might be going, yeah, they might be going, and then suddenly everyone's going and that it's, it's just we're there and we're having a beer and we're yelling at the, at the TV screens and catching up. Do you think there will be a movie about you? <laughs> well, I have I have been getting calls. Christopher <laughs> Nolan has called. He's trying to get options onto this how film. How did you do it? You're, you're a genius. How, how did it manage? Because <laughs> you would have, I mean, you went through with the pappy shower, which... I mean, that's that's time of adversity. Even the impending birth of a child still <laughs> got a little bit too much attention from the partners. No, mm. you've done very well. Bravo. Mm. I was catching up with some friends on the weekend as well, which is why I couldn't go to your thing. Well, yeah, I invited you as well. Didn't but work. I couldn't go. No, well, mm. I've got the kids. Yeah, exactly. Know? Got well, one kid, mm. Sophia. Well, it's, I invited Declan Byrne from Triple J days as well, yeah. and um, he said, "Oh, my partner's out at a like a hen's, so now I'm watching the kids." I'm like, "Well, bro." <laughs> It's tough. You don't understand, but, man. But I'm you'll tell never you, understand until you're in that position. The movie is going to be hitting theaters 2026 called uh, Daiso and the Daddies. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> keep an eye out for that one. But did you watch watch a bit of? You did watch a bit of footy, even looking after the kids. I don't even know if we can talk anymore. Why? Because the the big grand final, the GF, next Saturday. Yeah, boy. You know what's? You know what it is. Your team versus my team. Flag pies versus Brisbane Lions. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, How long have you been on the Lions bandwagon for? Hey, I've been on the Lions bandwagon. Can I be completely honest? You certainly can. I remember being at the, you know, the state high ski trip, mm-hmm. school ski trip. Same one that we all got in trouble for, even though I didn't drink any alcohol. <laughs> Everyone, some people did and crept out and yep. we all got, you know, semi-suspended and all that sort of stuff. Okay, that same ski trip, I remember sitting in the breakfast hall or sitting in the afternoon hall thingy and everyone having lunch and people screaming because the, Bronco- the Lions had won. I was a big fan then. That's it. And then the Lions happened to recruit someone from my school who I didn't like. <laughs> So I went on somewhat of a hiatus. Well, that's it. The uh, okay. next weekend, Collingwood versus Brisbane, the 20-year anniversary of the 03 Grand Final where these two teams played. Um, I was in high school. The perfect time to watch your team get beaten two years in a row by the same team. 
So uh, this will be putting a few demons to rest if Collingwood can get over the line. Well, um, don't worry, because the Broncos a are on. Friend of the show, Darcy Moore, captaining yes. the Collingwood Footy Club. I have to say, um, I do want, I do, I do love Darcy, and I do mm, want him to win, just yeah. not against my team. Yeah, well, it's gonna be, it's gonna be very, very interesting. But uh, speaking of Brizzy, Matt, yeah, I was chatting to chatting to someone said it's the biggest day since Expo '88 in Brisbane World Expo. You had 5 p.m. Brizzy Lions in the prelim. Yeah. Broncos playing after that, and then Listen Out Festival with 50,000 people <laughs> was happening in Brizzy over the weekend Would as well. I hate to try to find a cab in Brisbane on Saturday. But no, grand final next week as well, the NRL grand final. Brisbane getting through, Are beating the, NRL the Warriors. And the AFL and the, oh, it's the Saturday-Sunday double, yes, isn't it? Mate, and they're both mm. Brisbane finals. Mm-hmm. Brisbane knocking out Warriors over the weekend with one of the... Stinkiest forward passes I have ever seen in no, my life. No. You should see this Reese Walsh throws. Can you show me the footage? What has been undoubtedly dubbed an absolute howler. Come on, has, come over here. Okay. Has so the Warriors got knocked out on this decision? No, it wasn't on this decision. Broncos were ahead 24-12. This did not help. All right. Well, Matt and I are in the same room. And in fact, we might we could tell you why we're in the same room up next, but um I'll come around. Yeah, come around. Um, here we go. Here's the replay. Okay. Watch this. This is it. Watch this. Oh! <laughs> no, and the second one was a sticker as well. What? <laughs> it was a oh, blimp. What? It was an absolute blimp. <laughs> Sailor, it couldn't have gone oh, more forward. What? They've got judges watching this, don't they? Mate, that, look, people Do are they, saying... Can they go to the video ref? No, they, they can't for a forward pass. So it the... Was, <laughs> about five meters honestly and the next one was almost as bad yeah. oh my god i don't know who the touch judge was but they would be you know that you know when you have a really loud party and you feel like really embarrassed when you wake up and your neighbors are like all looking at you that's the world looking at the touch judge right now dear oh dear it's well if i was a new zealander i'd be a little bit upset with that little Events, yep. A lot of momentum going the other way. Uh, I mean, we know we're we're you know we're winding the clocks forward next Sunday, but um, <laughs> the balls have to follow them as well. The old daylight savings <laughs> pass, pass. <laughs> yeah, just wind that one forward an hour, mate. There we go. So, so yes, yeah, so we are we do have, we are in the same room for a reason, and that reason will be uh, we'll break that down a little bit up next. But look, all I can say is go Brisbane yep. uh, twice because we're bloody good this year. Well, depending on who you follow on social media in the Australian comedy and media industry, you may have seen a few different stories popping up with the hashtag wedding of the year. Well, do you know what? <laughs> There's this this wedding that we um, went to yesterday, Alex Dyson, the reason why we're in the same room mm. is uh, it's causing quite quite a stir in the uh, in the entertainment industry. I'll explain a little bit after mm. we tell you what the wedding was. Mm. Well, I saw Joel Creasy. Um, hashtag wedding of the year. Zan Rowe making a quick stop for wedding of the year. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, it's pretty, it wasn't meant to be a wedding of this year. It was meant to be the wedding of the year 2020. We are, of course, <laughs> talking about the union between uh, good friends of the show, Reese Nicholson, very funny comedian, um, actor, presenter. You might have seen him on RuPaul's Drag Race Australia down under. And uh, Kyron Wheatley, a.k.a. Kiss Me Sweetly, a.k.a. Korean Wheat Bix. Um, (laughs) 
fellow friend of ours and good friend of the show as well. Mm, Comedian, exactly. presenter also, and one half of the Comedy C- Republic. CEO of Comedy Republic. Um, so th- getting married after... A May 2020 wedding turned into a September 2023 nuptials. People people can meet another person, fall in love, get married, and get divorced in the time that this <laughs> this wedding was delayed. Yeah, so uh, you were probably closer to the actual planning of it. I mean, I remember it all, you know, gearing up to it as well. What happened around, you know, I guess well, they just had to cancel, didn't they? Uh, well, I guess what's the best way to explain the cancellation? When a, when a man loves a bat... Uh, and they <laughs> and they decide to get very close. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, we get a global pandemic, and it puts off plans for a number of years. Um, but no, no, unfortunately, yeah, as, as with a lot of people, you might have been in the same situation. That was had to be cancelled and postponed. Um, but you know, the most annoying part about it, I found a card like five months before the wedding. Oh. And I'm like, that'll be good. I am never organized. I'm so shocked that you bought a five-month pre-planned wedding card, like a thank you, congratulations kind of card. Yeah, I'm like, I was in Castlemaine, Victoria, at the markets. I'm like, that'll be perfect for Karen Reese's wedding. Buy it. It's lost. I've moved house (laughs) twice since since buying it. Oh, no, you're going to end up with a... Just a hallmark. Yeah, it's gonna be from the you know news agency. Rubbish. Oh well, that was great, and you were looking fantastic, Matt. At the um, at the look, wedding. I just wanted to look sharp. I mean, everyone who knows Reese and Kyron mm-hmm. would know that you can't just. I mean, I, I was I bumped into a friend of ours, Wes Wes mm-hmm. Snelling, comedian, mm-hmm. you know, producer, and he was he was saying I didn't know what to wear because he's got the old the black funeral suit, you know, or like the family wedding suit, you know. Yeah. But it's like you can't wear that. I mean, if you can't mm. just rock up in the standard black suit. To one of the judges from RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And one of the most stylish, but like Logies, always best dressed at exactly. the Logies, Reese Nicholson. So we were all, Belinda was stressing out. She's got, she bought multiple dresses just in, <laughs> just in case. The actual invite, I think, said, come on, it's us. <laughs> Make some yeah. effort. Yeah, exactly. This isn't your like lazy family wedding. They literally said that. They said, yeah, yeah, dress up, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'm a bit stressed. I did wear just the sharp navy blue suit, which I quite like. I mean, I've rocked it a little bit on the Aries whoa, before. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where else has this suit been plopped on? Is this is this Brisbane State High formal <laughs> still? <laughs> no. I think I've seen this suit. You've seen this suit a few like, times. put in an effort, if it's the same effort as a few, <laughs> you know, few others. Look. You, have you worn this, like, hosting a real estate agent's yes, award ceremony? Yes, of course ceremony? I have. It's the only booster I got. <laughs> now, look. Come on. Hey, can I just say that hmm. this, because there are there are some shortages that are happening, okay, around the world. Real estate shortage. Global rental housing crisis. Yes, yep. rental shortages. Ozempic faces major, major restrictions in Australia due to global shortage. What's Ozempic? Is that... Um, well, it's the it's the drug that people are taking to lose weight, but not necessarily that healthily. Oh, all right. Um, it's actually diabetes <laughs> medication, um, but helps people you lose weight apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're not endorsing that, but there's, look, there's shortages <laughs> all <laughs> around the world. Yeah, but you might have seen me on the project last week. Mm. Now, I don't know whether I should say any too much about the how the project you know works, the behind the scenes. So apologies, Ooh. Channel Ten. Don't want to <laughs> don't want to let any secrets out, but. You know, producer of the project, Sharon. 
She's like, oh, so what are you, you know, I said, I'm going to be in Sydney on the weekend. She said, what are you going to be in Sydney for? I said, oh, Reese Nicholson's wedding. She mm. goes, oh, you and every other comedian I know, right? Because she. Mm. There's a lot of comedians there. <clears throat> was hoping, Michael Hing, usually hosting the funny section of the, uh, of the project mm -hmm. on Sunday nights. He calls up, can't do it. Why not? Go on to the wedding. <laughs> so Hing's at the wedding. She's like, no worries, I get another comedian. Calls up another comedian. No, nah, I'm going to Reese's wedding. She called up so many comedians. She ended up back at Michael Hing saying, are you sure you need to go to this wedding? <laughs> and Hing's like, yes. They're I'm very good sure. friends. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so she's like, well, I don't know who else. So you're saying that Karen at Reese's wedding caused, caused a, a, comedian. A, a, a national a comedian shortage in <laughs> yes, Australia. Exactly. For anyone who needed a comedian on Sunday. Exactly. They were fresh out of luck. struggling. Yeah, damn. Yeah. So anyways, they ended up, I don't know if you saw it, I think they got Nazim, um, which, you know. Ooh. I mean, certainly. I mean, what is Nazim not cop an invite? That's what I was wondering too. <laughs> We should get him on the fire because I don't understand. He put he put Reese in his show. Yeah, I was on the set with Reese and Nazim on Orange Is the New Brown. Yeah, damn. But maybe also maybe Nazim, you know, maybe Nazim got the invite. Oh yeah, well we can't make it. we can't say we what can't happened speculate. there. Like anyways, anyway, just think about but the what main... you're doing to the economy when you have your wedding. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Australia needs laughs. The main point is how good is love. Congratulations to the happy couple. And um, we're going to be moving on the show with a bit of click fish in a moment. As it is time for a little bit of click fishing with our producer, Bron. G'day, Bron. Hello. Now, um, Bron, what's going on, Alex? What were you about? Well, I was just saying, Bron does a lot of planning, so you'd be very proud of me um, getting a getting a little card four years in advance for a wedding. I know. I'm shocked by that. Do you know I I, I did some pretty good planning for when because that dress code was like hanging over my head because you know what I don't did have you to. You end up wearing Alex. Well, I'm very happy to say that two weeks prior to the wedding, I was hosting um, Australian Idol winner uh, Royston Knoll and incredible hip-hop artist Illy at a few music events out at a couple of Westfields in Melbourne. And they said, oh, there, and you can pick an outfit from his list of the stores that are there, pick an outfit and we can dress you up and you can go oh. to the store. And I'm like, oh, really? <clears throat> Anyone that sells sick wedding type suits? <laughs> and so I didn't tell did them Did you have to host this, uh, this music event in Westfield in a suit? Oh, I absolutely <laughs> looked schmick as. And there's people like just doing their Tuesday afternoon shopping, just like, who is this fresh character? I'm like, don't worry, guys. But I could deliberately, I couldn't put any photos up from the actual um, events because I didn't want Reese and Kyron to see that <laughs> I was... Oh, <laughs> yeah, that you're doubling up on the suit. Well, I didn't have the suit jacket. I had a different suit jacket, but um, oh, yeah. Oh, sneaky. Got some boat shoes. It was good stuff. Well, bro. What have you been up to over the weekend? The renaissance is continuing. <laughs> this, honestly, Bron, I I don't know when it starts becoming a problem. Like when we have to see a doctor about this sleigh. About what? About I messaged this... Alex and he ignored me over the weekend because I said I love Darsley more. <laughs> Yeah, that was. You're reaching, Bron. That's a real I reach. I... Darslay Moore, <laughs> the captain of <laughs> Colleague Slay. <laughs> it's getting. Um, so yeah, you've been renovating. What 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 sort of renos? We're just knocking shit down at the moment. But anyway, 
I've been clicking this this article has been like lingering over my head. I've been wanting to talk about it for so long and I was like finally I can chat about it on Monday. Okay, wait, is it the fact that Beverly Hills 90210 actor um, Brian Austin Green and his Australian girlfriend Shana Burgess from Dancing with the Stars are uh, now engaged. Is it about that? No, I did see that. It was like Hollywood actor marries Australian star. It's like if they're, you, they're not popular enough to say their names in the headline, like, what are you doing? <laughs> what about this? What about this? Was it about Madonna's daughter, Lords Leon, hitting the red carpet in a sheer nipple-bearing dress? Oh, no. no. Free the nip, though, I say. Oh, yeah. Get it out. Mm-hmm. What, on the podca- on podcasts? <laughs> no, no, I'm not suggesting anyone here do it. <laughs> I'm just saying... Do whatever you want with them uh, out and about. <laughs> now, uh, what, then what was it about? Okay, this is from the New York Post. Headline, why Stephen King almost got divorced over Mumbo Number 5. <laughs> now that, you, that is an intriguing mystery. A bigger mystery than of some of his novels. Truly. The, the first line is so funny. It was like, There's a, there was a little bit too much Monica and Erica and Rita and Tina in her life. <laughs> Now, we should be clarified, this is the song by Lou Bega that goes a little bit of one, a two, a three, four, five, let's right. You know every word, don't you? It goes you? exactly like that, yep. You know every yeah. single word, don't you? To the liquor store on the corner, what it's like, do, 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 but I really don't want But I actually really detest that song. But um, it sounds like Stephen King's wife did as well. Yeah, so he played it over and over and over again. For whatever reason, I think he said he likes to listen to music while he's writing. Mm. So God knows what story came of Mumbo Number 5. But, um, yeah, she was very upset that she threatened to divorce him. Then a representative had to come out for Stephen King and said, hey, that was just a joke, by the way. Um, So she was lightheartedly saying it. Right. So it's true that Stephen King liked Mumbo Number 5. It's true that he played it a fair bit. Yes. His wife said, well, I'll give you a divorce if you keep playing that song. And he's like, ha, 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 ha. And they went along with a merry way. True. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. What's your mumbo number five, Matt? I feel like you've got one. (laughs) Like a really annoying song that Belinda can't stand. That you play over and over and over. Is it MC Hammer, who came out recently in support of The Voice to Parliament? I know. I saw that. I was like, (laughs) damn, MC, where did you even go? hear about this stuff. I think he read an article and he's like, yeah, this is good. Let's fit. What do you say? Um, M. Slayhammer. <laughs> <laughs> she can't be stopped. It's a, it is a sickness. It is a sickness. <clears throat> he comes in and says it's about time. Same as Kamal. He sat down with Dane Simpson. I saw and... Kamal do the, do the U-turn. Mm, it was great. The big old Yui. Um, no, I can't think of the, an annoying song that I listen to that I thoroughly enjoy. Well, me and Sophia quite like uh, the Animal Stomp song. Stomp, stomp, animal stomp, stomp around the room. Anyways, it's truly terrible. But uh, Sophia likes it, and I don't mind it. Blinda hates it. So uh, if we're going to get divorced, it'll be because of that. All right, Bron, a little bit of Bronwyn in our life comes to an end for today. Uh, but thank you very much for hanging out, and thank you for hanging out with us today on All Day Breakfast. It's been a whole heap of fun. Yeah, very big congratulations again once again to our good friends Reese Nicholson and Kyron Wheatley for tying the knot. Love to see a bit of love in the air. Hey, we will be back tomorrow for some more audio nuptials for your ears. <laughs> If that makes any sense, this is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hope you have a good one. Bye.
That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.